When the art day gets rough, you just gotta keep on punching. And here's your Thunder Punch Daily with Jersey Droz. Of course, leading a workshop or class has an element of performance to it. Um, I can't speak to, you know, being a, you know, full-time educator where you're with the students for six hours a day or, you know, with students for six hours a day over, you know, months and months, semesters and so on. But as somebody who does often one-time visits, a one-time workshop, or a more self-contained thing um, around like, you know, eight to 10 weeks, um, your contact with the students is, is pretty minimal by comparison. And so you're not going to get to learn a whole lot about them. You'll get to learn a lot, but not like, you know, you're really not going to know the student, the, 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 the full complexity of their lives. And likewise, they're not really going to get to know you in terms of the full complexity of your life. And also, it, it, by virtue of the fact that there is an explicit agenda in that you are there to teach them to do something like your art, it's a lot of things that are, like, are kind of irrelevant to that, <laughs> to that activity, right? Um, I suppose you could walk into the room and say like, hey, look, I got in a real big fight with my partner today and I just need to talk about it. I would argue that's not the right time or place to bring that up because that is, uh, again, we'll go back to my episode talking about respecting the power dynamic, right? But so this is all just a way of like walking around this idea of like, I think if you're going to be doing workshops, there, there's going to be a kind of performer you. Like, I think I would describe my presence in a classroom as very authentic, but I leave a lot of myself out. And I sort of curate a lot of what makes me me to the purpose of and focus and intent of providing a good learning experience, a safe place for students to experiment, play, and grow as artists. So if there's a performance involved, then there is going to be sort of a kind of a even though I use the word authentic, it's got it's it's got elements of being inauthentic because of the fact that it is. It's not they they don't get to see all of me, and they shouldn't, in my opinion. So this is where I can't prescribe anything as such because we're all we're all different people, and what we bring into the room is part of what value we offer as a teaching artist. And this is one of the reasons why I don't personally get to. Um, concerned if somebody wants to record one of my performances because I feel like yeah you can and this is also why I shared that He-Man redesign uh, lesson yesterday is that you can copy what activities I lead in the classroom but you can't copy who I am you know maybe you could do an impersonation but it'd be an impersonation so and 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 that kind of thing is going to smell off to a group right You, you can tell when somebody's sort of like emphasizing their authentic self versus putting on an act. And, and, and that's not to say that like there's context where putting on an act is actually totally called for, you know, like a stand-up comic. Uh, there are comics that I know who are putting on like a, a bit or a routine and there's comics where it's like, well, you think of like, like a, 
Actually, I don't want to name any names because I'm sure that even the ones I'm thinking of, there, there's some element of like they're putting on an act when they're doing that. There's a performance for them too. But anyway, that aside, what I'm trying to drive at here is instead of telling you like how to put on a performance in the room, I, I can share what I would describe as the principle that I operate under when I'm putting on that performance of leading a workshop activity. And the principle for me is goes back to something that I said in the episode as like an antidote to flop sweats is it ain't about me. It's not about me. I think I can be a funny person. I think that I can say things that make people laugh. But my principle is, is that I'm here to uh, celebrate and rejoice in all these personalities that I have been asked to, you know, uh, collaborate in making comics with. So they're the, they're the funny ones, in my opinion. Um, I don't go into the room trying to be especially entertaining or witty or charming. I go in with the spirit of, I can't wait to get to know all of you. And when you say something funny, I'm going to really celebrate what makes it funny. If you've been listening to any of my podcasts, you know that I have a certain kind of laugh, you know, and... I do turn the volume up on that laugh a little bit in my performance mode, right? Uh, not to force it, but if, like, I don't, I never laugh inauthentically. I laugh because I'm either agreeing with something. I laugh because I'm sharing in some, the pain of something. Like, oh my God, this is awful, isn't it? All we could do is laugh at how hard this is right now. Uh, depending, depending on the situation, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this this one I, I, I use with some, uh, you know, uh, discretion. Um, but, or if, if the student said something that really catches me off guard and is really insightful or really witty or really, like, flips the whole idea around, I like to make a fuss over my students and really congratulate them for um, thinking hard and thinking well about the, the work that they're doing. So this is a definitely a, a your mileage may vary thing, but something to ask yourself, and maybe this would be worth, you know, having a conversation with other people in your life, is like, what is it about me that you think is especially likable, that is especially disarming or charming or interesting? Or when you see me at my most relaxed and most um, at ease, what are some of the characteristics that you notice about that? To maybe start to paint a picture of like the beginning, like a, a rough sketch, a cartoon of what your classroom persona could be. I also think this is something that, at least in my experience, it revealed itself over time. My very first classrooms, I was, I was an awkward, uh, stumbling mess. And um, I did use language like, okay, everybody, let's, get, let's, let's focus on the work, you know, um, and it became less about me investigating ideas with the students. And I tried to like really walk in the room saying like, okay, here's what, here's what we're going to do today. These are the big ideas and you're going to follow the ABCs of comics and so on. And now I walk in with a spirit of, I wonder what we're going to discover together today. I can't wait. I can't wait to find out who you all are. And I'm going to ask you lots of how and why questions. And I'm going to say, when you say something interesting to me, I'm going to say, well, that's a weird idea. Why are you saying weird things? Explain yourself to me with a big smile on my face and maybe even a laugh following that to remind them that I think that they are all the funniest and wittiest people on the planet. And you know what? When, you, when people feel funny and witty, they feel a little bit disarmed and are ready to maybe trust you and explore a little bit with you. So it's a way to disarm a room. Now, this, 
again, mileage may vary. The way you do it may vary. And also it depends largely on audience too. But I'm just, I was trying to get at this big idea. The principle is, is a further extension of this idea of it. It's not about you. It's about them and how, and, and the way I interpret that statement in this case is, is that the performance is actually me being the audience for them. There, I think I stated that clearly. This is part of the Art Sound Off Challenge. Artsoundoff.com is where you can find out what it is and how it works. And it, the short version is, is me and my buddy Rob Stenzinger challenge ourselves and by extension everybody else to check in over the month of November with a audio essay about our art. And I happen to have chosen the theme of talking about being a teaching artist this month. And what, what you don't have to participate, um, or rather you don't have to share you know, everybody's invited to play along, but you don't have to share what you did. You can just do it for the practice of it. But if you do share it, please use the art sound off hashtag so everybody else can follow along and see who else is journaling during this, this month of art journaling. Okay, I'll be back tomorrow with another Thunder Punch Daily. Until then, remember everybody. Orko certainly helped us out in today's adventure, and he learned a good lesson too. He made a promise to the Ice Lord he thought he could break, but Adam showed him you shouldn't make a promise knowing you're not going to keep it. People judge you by many things. Your appearance, your honesty, the way you act. Those things show your character. When you make a promise and don't keep it, it shows bad character. So always think before you speak and mean what you say. That way what you say will be respected. See you again soon.